0: Hey guys, what's up? It's Lisa, and you're listening to What's Next with Lisa, the official podcast. Today is Monday, June 29th, 2020. And welcome to episode 16. Today, in today's episode, I really want to talk about this sort of elusive chase that a lot of us talk about where they people want to be happy. Well, I want to be happy. I hear that a lot in private practice. I see it a lot with my friends and family members, and you know. This really sparked this topic after I read an article recently, and the headline was that only 14% of Americans can say that they are very happy. And this was a poll done by the National Opinion Research Center at the University of Chicago, and that was a really big headline for me, 14%. That's not very much. That's actually the lowest number since 1972, and so I thought, well, gosh, what's changed? What's changed about our society? What's changed about people? Why are so few people happy? And then I, when I sat down and started thinking about it, I thought, well, wait a minute, what hasn't changed? I feel like everything's changed since 1972. Um, and so in this episode, I really want to discuss uh, some current events and trends that I'm seeing and that are really resulting in this elusive search, I call it, for happiness And it's elusive because to me, happiness is a byproduct of fulfillment. Happiness is what happens after you find meaning and fulfillment. And so I want to talk about what is it and how do we get it? And we'll get into that in just a minute. But first, let's take a question from episode 15 in the official What's Next question and answer. Hey, what's next? Hey, what's next? Hey, what's next? Hey, what's next? Okay, Empty Nexters, in episode 15, in case you missed it, I talked about effective communication tips in relationships and how each person is responsible for bringing their needs and wants to the table and communicating that with their partner. And so this question pertains to that. The question is, Lisa, my girlfriend and I have been having some serious talks lately about her insecurity is affecting our relationship. She gets jealous pretty easily, and I feel like I always need to explain and defend myself. She says she will change and apologizes for her outbursts, but then nothing changes, and I don't know what to do. Any advice? Okay, this is a great question, and this is something that I actually see people in private practice for a lot, And the first thing I want to tell you is that I think it sounds like she has some things to work through on her own that you can't fix. She's got some things to work on when it comes to being able to trust somebody in a relationship and that's her work. Um, You can love and support her through that but you definitely can't do it for her. So I really want to sort of disband this perception that if a partner is insecure or jealous that it's always something that you're doing wrong and sometimes it is I'm not trying to say that it's not however you know if you're acting in a way that's not trustworthy if you've cheated on her things like that those are definitely reasons why she could be acting that way but if you know Barring that none of that has happened, and this is just what she brought into the relationship, I want to be really clear that this is her work to do. And the other takeaway for me is that, you know, something I always tell people and I really try to live my life by is that an apology without action is just manipulation. So somebody can say the right words, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But if there's no action and that behavior pattern continues, that's really just a form of manipulation. There has to be action behind the words. And so I would tell you that you've got to decide what you want in a relationship and what what you need and, and how you want to feel. And if she has some work to do independently, again, you can love and support her through that However, it sounds like it's time that she needs to make a change and put the work into herself to learn how to trust people in relationships. And it's not something you can do for her. Um, And so that's a tough situation. And it's one where I really think you're going to have to check in with yourself and say, how do I want to feel in this relationship? And how secure do I feel with her behavior um, this way? You can reassure her and support her, which I, I hope that you're doing. But it sounds like you've tried that quite a few times and the apology has become nothing but words and no action. So it's time that she takes some action. And I hope that you can come to the table and tell her that that's what you need for yourself. So I hope that helps. If you guys have questions about anything we talk about here on the podcast or Anything that's on your mind, I want you to email me at what's next with Lisa at gmail.com. You can catch me on Instagram or Twitter at what's next with Lisa. You can DM me there. Look for upcoming show topics. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love to hear questions that you have so I can make a show topic out of them or maybe answer your question on the air. Okay, so episode 16, let's get into this. What is happiness? I hear people say a lot that all they want is to be happy. And as I alluded to in the intro, I'm a firm believer that happiness is a byproduct of fulfillment. If you chase and are brave enough to find what makes you feel fulfilled, happiness is going to be the byproduct of that. And so, you know, there's a lot going on in the world right now. We have a pandemic. We've got a movement and protests. We have a lot of uncertainty. And the state of the world as we know it has definitely changed, I would say, drastically in the last few months. And, you know, all of these factors on top of increasingly stressful work weeks for Americans um, you know, we know in this country that Americans work more than most countries, um, hours per week wise. We've got increased cost of living. Gosh, health insurance is is obscure at best. And I feel like every social media app you can think of that gives you a free ticket to compare your real life to someone's filtered highlight reel. And those are just a few of the factors that stop us from being Quote, happy. And the study that I looked at that prompted this show topic showed higher incidences of anger, depression, and anxiety in the midst of this current pandemic. And, but I have to say, what that made me think of was that well before the pandemic started, mental health was on the decline. Mental health treatment was hard to get, um, people were reporting higher incidences of depression, anxiety. And I feel like that's been a steady decline, mental health as a whole, for some time. Um, and I think now more than ever, we have also created a million ways in our society to feel like a failure. So, whether that be social media comparisons, whether that be not feeling like you've got a big enough house or you should be further along in your life, because Your friend had kids in her 20s and you're almost 40. I mean, whatever that is, we have put these pressures on ourselves and we've come up with a million ways to feel like a failure. And comparing yourselves to what others are doing, what they've achieved, where they work, how many kids they have, how well behaved those kids are. I mean, those are all just a few factors. The other thing that I think from a societal standpoint that can contribute to this is that relationships have become online meet and greets. Um, I hear a lot in private practice that people have a hard time finding somebody that want to be serious about dating and all they get are text messages. They never know where they stand. They want to be friends with benefits. There's like this um, sort of like unspoken word that commitment is, is bad, right? And so... What does all of this equate to and why am I sitting here listing all of these things that can make you feel like a failure and pointing out the negative? It all comes down to options, guys. We have too many options to choose from. And I think that we've become a society of so many options. It's like we've lost the confidence to just pick one and be content with that or happy with that. And, you know, think about having two choices versus 102 if you had two cars to pick from you'd look at them both you'd weigh your options and then you'd pick and you'd probably be really happy with a brand new car if you had 102 and you had to go through each one of those and pick the best one I think that you're going to think about the other 101 for some time or even go back and second guess yourself and my point here is that Being aware of the fact that we live in a society with endless possibilities, our society has created this uh, sort of like, I guess, mistrust in ourselves or a lack of confidence in being able to pick one decision and feel good about it. And so that also trickles down a little bit because it takes you away from feeling confident about finding things that make you happy we worry more about public opinion we worry more about is that the right decision is that what everybody else my age is doing um what's the societal norm and i think that you know you have to remember that you you have a responsibility to live a life for you not your instagram followers not your coworkers, not your family you And I think the endless possibility and options, while that can be good, and I'm certainly not saying that I don't think having options is a good thing. I think, though, that we live in a society where everything's right at our fingertips with our phones. Dating, shopping, um, information, news, the whole nine, I mean, the whole nine yards, everything's right there. And so it's like option overload. And it's important to be mindful of that because, When you're trying to make a choice and you are second-guessing yourself all the time, I want you to remember that indecision is a form of you trying to be perfect. And by you not deciding, you're still making a choice. You're just giving yourself a free pass to not have to potentially make the wrong one. And that goes back to activities, jobs, people, things that fulfill you because – When you're brave enough to do something that might be a little out of the norm, but you know deep down it fulfills you and has meaning, that's what's going to make you happy. But first, to do that, you have to know who you are, what you stand for, and what you want. You've got to drown out the court of public opinion and really decide for yourself what makes your heart sing, you know, where and who makes you comfortable, and what makes you feel full. And when you're brave enough to start to chase those things down, what any you know, the things that anyone says or thinks, they, it doesn't matter because what you're gonna find is that when you find meaning in your life, you're going to find happiness. There's definitely, I've learned both personally and professionally, an inner peace that comes with really knowing and loving who you are. It allows you to be brave enough to chase things that fulfill you that maybe you might not otherwise have done if you were worried about what other people think. And so I think that we have a tendency to sometimes to get caught up in kind of waiting around for a better option because when you avoid fully committing to what fulfills you or what you think fulfills you in that moment – most times without even knowing it here's what you're avoiding you're avoiding things like love and growth passion adventure and that almighty feeling of happy when you get caught up in waiting around for a better choice or not trusting yourself you're giving up a lot of really great things and i'm not just talking about jobs or career changes We have a tendency to equate our worth, I think, with our careers in this country. And what I'm talking about is all parts of life. Um, All parts of life need your curiosity. You are worthy to try something new. And I mean, let's just say... Gosh, you really want to try something new, a new sport or a new job or a new hobby, but you don't want to look silly and you think, gosh, maybe I'm too old. Maybe I'm too young. Um, I'm not going to be good at it. Guess what? Do it anyway. Do it anyway. And in a previous episode, I talked about how you don't need self-confidence to make hard choices. That's going to come back around because if you have an inkling that you want to try something that might fulfill you, Do it anyway. You've got to find what fills you to find you're happy. And I will say this too, you know, you don't want to stay stuck too long in a place you know deep down you shouldn't be. So start today. I'm going to challenge you guys. Start today to be the chooser and the creator of your life. You guys are so beautifully human and that means that you might make a wrong decision. That's okay. Make a different one. But Push through that fear and do it anyway. And I always like to tell my patients in private practice and my friends that any sentence that starts with, um, I don't want them to think, or compared to them, I'm not anything, or compared to them, I'm whatever – It really means that you're not expressing your true self. So I would challenge you to dial that back a little bit and make a list about who you are and who you want to be without anybody telling you who you should be. Um, There was a quote that I'm reminded of and for the life of me, I'm so sorry. I can't remember who said it, but I used to love it. Um, And I would think about it when I'd sit out on my my balcony and, and drink my coffee in the morning. It was so quiet and I'd watch the sun come up. And the quote was, I love the quiet time of mourning before there's anyone around to tell me who I should be. And I just think it's so beautiful. And that quiet time of mourning that I used to love, I finally figured out how to quiet my mind and slow myself down and let that place of peace where somebody should tell me who I want to be. That's that power lies within me. And, you know, it's. It's my choice and it took me a long time um, personally to learn how to quiet that chord of public opinion or to worry about what people would think. And, and how I learned to quiet that part in my mind that uh, doubted myself is that I sat down and I, I actually wrote down in a journal entry who I am. And what i'm proud of and who i want to be and how i want to navigate this world and i committed to that you know i also committed to knowing that it's okay to grow and change but the basic components of who i wanted to be i got i was proud of them and i committed to them because as soon as i committed to them and i knew who i was i could love who i was And then I could do anything I wanted. I could try anything I wanted without worrying about what people would think because the right people in your life are going to support you. They might tease you from time to time when you do something silly, but there's an underlying feeling of support. And those are the people that matter. Invest in people who invest in you. And I want you to trust yourselves even when life is hard. Life is hard. And trusting yourself to get through it is half the battle. Knowing who you are and knowing how you navigate the tough times is so extremely important. And I just want to tell you guys that just in case nobody's told you lately, I believe in you. I know you can all do this. You know, overcoming and facing challenges, that's honestly what gives us meaning. And it reminds us that we are worthy. And we're worthy of experiencing our life the way we want to. And so the next time somebody asks you what you want in life, I want you to stop yourself before you say, I want to be happy. I'm going to challenge you to say, I want to know who I am and I want to feel fulfilled. Let happiness be your byproduct. So if you guys have questions about this episode or anything else going on in your life, Send me your questions. Email me at what's next with lisa at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter at whatsnextwithlisa. Coming up on Wednesday on episode 17, I'm going to talk, it's kind of a piggyback on this episode, and I want to talk about the pressures of social media and the potential of mental health concerns surrounding that. And we're seeing that emerging a lot more in younger generations that have only grown up with social media, but it's not just them. Um, It's all of us. Anybody that's using it, there are pitfalls with texting and social media. And I want to address those because a lot of times people don't even realize that it's negatively affecting them. So I think it's a great discussion to have. Um, I'm going to show you what the problems are, and then I am going to tell you how to avoid them. So how to use social media in a way that doesn't ruin your self-esteem. That's coming up on Wednesday. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening and um, remember to take care of yourselves and today is a perfect day to ask yourselves what's next. See ya.